So, to help us... Would you like me to start? Go ahead, Travis. Why don't you start for us? Hello and welcome to Dorky and Desperate, your place for all things Hello fantasy sci-fi. Hello and welcome to Dorky and Desperate, your place for all things Dorky and Desperate. We are playing Hello and welcome to Dorky and Desperate. Do you guys actually have the record button on this time? Yes, it is on. <laughs> I double-checked that. All right, because this would be like the fourth or fifth time, I'm pretty Hello sure. Hello and welcome to Dorky and no, Desperate, there are other reasons your place why for... <laughs> all right, fifth all right, time. Travis. Let's try it. Let's try it. Three, two... One already Let's that jam. Bit. Hello and welcome to Dorky Desperate, your place for all things fantasy and sci-fi. I'm your host, Travis, along with my co-host... Jason. Jason, we have two... Fan- well, we don't actually know that yet. Two maybe fantastic guests... On this time, yes, yeah, that's right. We, we don't know the yet. first we'll episode see. with four. Uh, if people. you're listening, please rate our guest speakers and tell Ooh. how good or bad they were. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't do that. Amazing. I mean, it's all if they're going to do it anyway. No, they uh, won't. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we introduce the person I'm staring directly at? Because this is a video. Uh, tell me, person, who are you? Uh, you can call me the DM. Hi, DM. It's nice to meet you. Just out of curiosity, DM. What does Can DM I become stand God? for? Um, it stands for Dungeon Master. Whoa. You know, that's crazy. Have you we're going to be talking about lately? a D&D movie What today. a connection. Wow. Oh, that's such a coincidence. You know, I've been looking Oof. for someone to take care of my dungeon. Um, it needs cleaning like every other, so often. Too many adventures just How to clean it. my dungeon. I feel like that should be an anime show. That's got to be it. <laughs> that has to be. Um, yeah, and Travis, who is our other guest? Would you like to introduce our other guest? Would you, the other guests, like to introduce themselves? Hello, I am Princess Diana. <laughs> wow, we have royalty. Now we're about to get copyright striked by the British Royal Navy. That's they got right. other things to do. <laughs> yeah, they got other things to worry about. I'm God yeah, save the king. Their next in line the is already close to dying. <laughs> There we go. I edit those out every time because they're... Are they loud? Yeah, they're super loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it in now. I'm editing this. I get the power. I get to decide what happens. I'm gonna. That means I get to do stuff also because I'm oh, not editing no. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we're covering the new D&D movie. What was it called again? honor among thieves yes that one yeah (laughs) honor amongst thieves (laughs) yeah and uh so dm and princess diana are going to give us their thoughts and feedback on it so dm as you might have guessed is a little bit of an expert when it comes to dnd if you want to know anything nerdy about dnd uh ask dm if you want to play dnd and you want to play it with him, expect to be corrected about five to ten times during your game. And expect Not to true. pay $50 each time. Not yeah. true. Yeah, he's a cruel DM. Princess Diana, <laughs> though, is a little bit of the opposite. Princess Diana, how many games of D&D have you played? Uh, a whopping one time. A whopping one time. How well, I guess as royalty, you've got you? a lot of other things to worry about than D&D. Obviously, I, I've, I have finally made time for it. Yes, well, we, we, we appreciate that. So what I like about this setup here is DM can give us his expert, knowledgeable opinion about things. And Princess Diana can give us more of the average consumer's thoughts and views on D&D and the movie as a whole. Right, Travis? Can I speak now? <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a good time. If you want them to come back, like, favorite, retweet, tweet, all of our stuff. Send us emails. Like, oh my gosh, I just love Mr. DM and Princess Diana. I can't believe there's such a good group of people to have on your podcast. Oh my gosh. And then we'll be like, cool. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> and if you don't do any of that. Then we know where you stand. Uh huh. Silence is an answer. Holla yeah. back. Silence is violence. I'm just saying. 
All right. So, how do we want to do this episode? So, we didn't actually plan out how we want to do this we episode. We have literally planned zero amounts for, for this episode. As do you, you can tell, by my absence do, of the title. <laughs> do you want to do a non-spoiler, like, five-minute, 15-minute thing at the beginning, then go through spoilers yes. and talk about it? Let's do that. All right. So... Since I'm now leading this, yes, now, you are now leading this. Uh, apparently, well, how did you guys think? What did you guys think of the movie overall? Um, no spoilers. I think it was pretty good. Um, we'll give our points, ten points out of ten, uh, at the end. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, honestly. I'm really hoping that there's more because of this. A new Marvel Cinematic Universe can be possible with the D and D Cinematic Universe. Hmm? Yeah, uh, DM. I'm kind of curious about your thoughts and opinions on it. So going in and watching that movie, uh, at first, you know, going in, I'm super speculative. You know, they made one back in 2000, which wasn't that great. And yeah. here we are with a, a new one. And I was actually very surprised by how... 23 years later. <laughs> 23 years That's later. That's how bad that movie how was. How old were you then, Mr. DM? I, I wasn't old enough to watch it yet, but, you know. Interesting. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. Tell us more. <laughs> yes or no? Next question, please. <laughs> I remit my time. <laughs> All right. So, like, the beginning of the movie was a lot of... Uh, it was a lot of fun to see the creativity of what they put into it. Mm-hmm. And, and to see the effects and even the, um, the accuracy of what characters would look like. Mm-hmm, essentially mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. that was that was a lot of fun um but then to see a lot of classic tropes played throughout yep. the movie as well was especially entertaining yeah uh i had a lot of fun with this movie i'm not gonna lie i had a ton of fun with this movie if you would ask me walking into this movie jason do you think you're gonna have a ton of fun with this movie i would have said no i think this looks like a b movie kind of thing now don't get me wrong some b movies can be a lot of fun uh this did not strike me as that so i was really pleasantly surprised as i walked into this and found myself laughing or enjoying the fight choreography with it or just enjoying like the different quirks that the characters have uh with it i thought all the characters in this movie were really interesting and engaging in their own ways even the villains of the movies uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. the um, the special effects, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen so many Marvel movies. But I feel like Marvel special effects all kind of have the same look to it. Uh, and the special effects in this movie just felt different in a good way, uh, if that makes sense with it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. They were just, it was, it was a really fun ride with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. A really fun ride with it. I don't know. Princess, can, do you mind if I call you Princess Die? You may. Okay, thank you, Princess Die. Um, now, my understanding is you have not seen this movie. Is that correct? I just finished watching the trailer. I have not seen the movie. Right, so let me ask you then, from a trailer perspective, what did you think? Um, I did not see a storyline in the trailer. I saw a few characters that I have heard of before because I've painted them for D&D. These for... are actually real D&D characters? Yes. Are they real monsters. D&D characters, monsters. Mr. DM? So, oh, the monsters. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, she's referring to the monsters, kind of like the, the mimic and owlbear. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your thoughts was, I have no idea what this movie is about. Did it look fun to you, though? No. <laughs> it looked a little rough. I'm seeing, uh, I, I saw, well, I won't talk about specifics. It looks like a lot of running from death. Yeah, I would say that's kind of <laughs> accurate. That's a lot of stuff happening in games. Yeah. Often, the smart ones will run from death. The other ones will just run into the death and die. Yeah, so, completely accurate. Statement. Yeah, there there actually is a lot of running from death in it. Uh, but so you thought it looked what then? Did you thought it looked boring? It seemed uh, action packed. 
Okay. It, there must have been an adventure. I couldn't tell a particular beginning and end to it, though. Okay, okay, okay. Question now. Uh, what are your favorite genres? Horror. She loves The Crown, I'm assuming. but Horror. What are the genres <laughs> you do not like? I don't always go for adventure. I can appreciate uh, it. Wouldn't be my first choice, but I can appreciate it. Yes. Comedy, romance. So, now we know. If we have convinced her that it is a good movie to watch, we've done good. If not, oh well, kind of thing. Because she was already destined to hate it. Yeah, you are a test <laughs> audience for this movie. So, uh-huh. so far it's not panning well for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> of our test subjects of one, yeah, we believe that it is not possible for this movie to succeed. <laughs> Yeah. Or it will succeed of our test subject of one. I need to see, is it worth $12? Is it worth two plus hours? Whoa, is it worth $12? We will discuss that in our next segment, technically. Yeah. Is there anything we need to say in our non-spoilers, though? Um, I personally would say if you're a nerd, you definitely need to go see this movie. mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be disappointed, although... I was surprised because Travis, you and I went to the movies. Actually, all of us went to the movies. No, you guys didn't. You guys weren't there. What am I talking about? But uh, you and I were there. Not at our movie theater. Yeah, yeah, not at our movie theater. But uh, I saw you shaking your head a few times. Yeah, I remember one of those. I I don't remember a lot of the movie, honestly. Well, were you like drunk? (laughs) I was up all night because of damage to my apartment keeping me up. Uh, And then I had a headache for most of the day, so... There was not a lot of cognitive if, works going on in there. If you would like to, to if you would like to, please help Travis not be homeless. Please donate money to patreon.com forward slash. And if you reach the rent tier, I will be able to afford a place to live. I think we need to cut a YouTube promo of like. This is a starving child here in the United States. It's just like you playing in the dirt. <laughs> or maybe like in a dumpster or something like that. I got that. a little plastic bucket and a plastic yeah. shovel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that would really help to sell I'm it. making a little house and then someone comes over and kicks it yeah. out of the dirt. That sounds like Travis needs a new mommy. Yeah, exactly. If you would like to sponsor me, please give money to Patreon.com. And if you reach the sponsor tier, I'd be very thankful. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, as we laugh at Travis becoming homeless, um, yeah, let's switch over to the spoiler. All right. So do we want to go chronological or just want to go bingo, bingo, bongo and go around? bingo, bingo, bongo. Better. <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah. guys think? It's bingo, definitely bingo, bongo, a faster or... way to go. Is it a That's a band, way? right? Bingo, bingo, bongo. Yeah. <laughs> if it is, it's not one that I listen to. <laughs> it's a song. Is it's, it? It's, it's part of a song in the, that you hear in the Fallout series. It's like a 50s, 60s, 40s song. It's called Bingo, Bingo, Bongo. I don't think it's that. It's it's part of it. Like, Bingo, Bingo, Bongo, I don't want to leave the jungle. <laughs> no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, that's cool. But let's go bingo, bingo, bongo then. <laughs> um, so, All right, so you we're said, in the spoiler section now. So if you're not spoilers! listening to this, get on out. If you don't care, stay. So you already probably, seen it. Stay. So I didn't really like the carriage scene where they're trying to put a painting in the carriage simply because you could see as them. There's no way the guards could not see or hear. There was a guard in the carriage technically with the bull- ballista. Ready to shoot, but he didn't hear them inside rummaging the ground or anything like that. Um, there was guards on horses behind him, and they were like underneath the carriage trying to enter. So with with that scene, like this is this is the way I picture that. I'm it's like, video game logic. The, the, the DM mm. rolled for these two guards to see what their perception was, and they just rolled crap. They ran. They rolled and got like twos or threes or maybe not ones. Like they're. It's totally oblivious to what's going on. Like, in my head, that's exactly what I was thinking when I saw this. I'm like, bro, they should have been found out, but, like, 
they must have like rolled really low. <laughs> See, I was really hoping that they would take that and do like a Monty Python sketch with it, where like they have these two random guards are having a deep philosophical discussion on the role of government. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, yes. and that's why they didn't see this portal right beside them. Uh, that would have been funny. Yeah. So that's like your only complaint about this movie. Then is that that I I'll probably remember more as I go on. Yeah. But... Are there more unrealistic parts to this movie? Why? Well, I, I mean, it's I fantasy, mean, so yes. Uh, the, of pretty much the whole Man. movie is <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the very end, um, the very end, everyone saves the day. But before that, the big bad brought down this dust stuff that turned people into zombies, right? Uh-huh. Into undead, yes. Into undead. All the rich people got turned into undead. It's never resolved what happened to those rich. They don't. You, once they get turned to undead, you don't ever see them again. They're just up there waiting, essentially, for someone to open the door and come out. Well, yeah, because there's like nine undead people up there. Like, that's not really a threat, though, you know? But they come back to life, apparently, every time. According. Okay. Like, when when they're the same type of undead that um so, followed them into the, dra- the, with the layer that the dragon pops into. But it seems like there were different types of undead. Like, mindless ones, and then, like ones that like were part of the red priesthood uh and they seemed red like they were more in control what the red wizards whatever uh, <laughs> the red woman good uh, sell good sell good sell jason <laughs> um but like i don't know it seemed like different layers of undead to me i could not tell then oh i don't know what did you think <clears throat> well so apparently from my understanding is that because that item was no longer being used, the, I guess they were kind of just sitting there. Like, it makes absolutely... It makes no sense why they're still there. Like, why they were never mentioned again. Like, yeah, that seems kind of plot-holy. Uh, well, honestly, I those characters just seemed like random minor characters. They I wouldn't want a major whole, cities in D&D, though. I don't know. Like, I personally wouldn't want 30 minutes of screen time devoted to these random rich people um that are just there to serve the overall narrative well they could have broken out and caused it mayhem in the city that small group but i wouldn't have cared is what i'm saying as an audience member i don't think i would have cared all right all like right, i i right. much rather see them fight the what red wizard chick uh than spend time on these like random rich dudes which was one of those red wizards that were in that semicircle in the flashback. Yes. I believe she was the far right one. <clears throat> yeah, they mentioned her being 300 years old. So mm-hmm. She looks great for her age, I'm just going to say. Until she started using her powerful magic. And then it was like... <laughs> yeah, she definitely needed to put more mascara on. <laughs> sure. um, so, let, let me ask you guys this then. Um, funniest scene in the movie. For you, funniest scene in the trailer, Princess Di. Even though you didn't apparently find it that funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll start then. (laughs) Um, I thought the pudgy dragon was hysterical. I loved pudgy dragon. Give me more pudgy dragon. Um, I could use more pudgy dragon in my life. I actually hope they make like a plush toy of like that pudgy dragon. Because that would be amazing if I could have a pudgy dragon in my life. But, like, the whole thing of it, like, trying to get out of its hole and it can't because it's just too fat. So, it's got to, like, break through the hole. And then because he's so fat, like, he's, like, sliding around and loses balance and then, like, just starts rolling because he's just a little round butterball. Like, I loved that. I thought that was so funny. (laughs) What about for the rest of you? I would say... I. The funniest scene I remember is the beginning where they're in jail and they're just, it's building up to um, them waiting for someone to come in, uh, another judge essentially. And you think, and it kind of sounds like that they're trying to get him on their side essentially. Yeah. Uh, But as soon as he comes in, they're like, oh, hey buddy, how's it going? And they hug him. And then they just crash him. He's a bird. He's a bird. Yeah, he's a giant bird. Yeah. Uh And so they use him to break out the window and fly away, essentially. Like, gets his will. (laughs) Yeah. And I 
thought that was hilarious because it did not. I was not expecting that. I know. I wasn't expecting that either. I thought that was so creative and, and funny how they're doing it because this bird guy's just freaking out because <laughs> he has no idea what's going on with any of and this. And then they tried to do it again. The, the, the main end. bad, the main bad guy, not the main bad girl. Yeah, uh, tried to do it like they did, but they didn't have a window there anymore. They had a brick wall. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> they went full circle with that. Yeah, I know. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's so good because the first joke sets you up for the second joke mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. What about for UDM? All right, my my favorite scene, <laughs> like I'm thinking of it right now, is the moment where they're finally defeating the the red wizard at the end, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the owlbear is like literally grabbing hold of her by the shoulders, like shaking her. And just yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. Over and I over think again. that I remember that. That was my favorite. That <laughs> was my. Then he stops. They're like, oh, I think that's enough. And then she like starts moving again, and just just back to it, just <laughs> yeah. slamming her right into the ground. Yeah, and like a Hulk moment. Yeah, it literally reminded me of that scene. Yeah, from the from, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, I was, I literally, I was saying as she was doing it, puny god. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Also, when they were all facing her at the same time, did that feel like a Thanos fight kind of thing, where she was Thanos and all the Avengers were coming in, just trying to beat her up? And they they succeeded essentially in the D and D one, but they did not succeed in the whatever probably Infinity War that yeah. was in. Yeah, no, that's a good. I hadn't thought about it originally, but now that you mention it, yeah, it does kind of remind me of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it kind of does parallel that uh, final quote unquote trying to have a final fight with that. But um, I think the the thing with that fight is it was I felt I felt like it was really well choreographed, and I mm-hmm. felt like it mm-hmm. showed like how strong the main bad guy was like when when you play D D, like you want that bad guy you want him to be hard you want that yeah final person to be i was super tough um the the main npc character that was on their side that was super powerful yeah i was expecting him to die to the big bad to show how much of a threat the big bad was like that's kind of like the, a thing the dms paladin? will use yeah dms might use like they'll like hey there's this powerful guy that you all like or you just enjoy him being around kind of thing um he died to this person, one-shotted, run for your life, kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. That didn't happen. Uh, no, did you guys catch, like, I'm just thinking about this now. She wasn't really the main bad guy in it. She was serving the other guy. Mm-hmm. The other wizard who was, like, hiding in the dark. You only see him in one, or you see him in two scenes. One when he's doing the flashback with the ritual, and then the other time he's uh, talking to the that second time lady. sucked because the theater we were in, if there was loud music or any kind of music you're supposed to hear, you could not really hear the people speaking whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. could I couldn't barely hear what the guy was saying. Ooh. I had no idea who he was. I I just want to segue into from that you're complaining about your theater issue. I bought tickets two weeks in advance to the Cinemark. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, the power was out. It was April 1st, so you're thinking, ha they're playing a joke on us, right? No, like the power was literally out of that theater. <laughs> so we had to create a quick plan and drive to an AMC theater that was like 20-something minutes away so that we could go and see it. And it was an IMAX, and the sound was incredible. Oh, nice. In the IMAX, so, I mean, maybe you guys yeah. should... Okay, IMAX I'm going to complain about the theater, too, because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting the here. Sucked. It was no. 99% carbonation, no, 1% no, no, syrup. No, 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 no. No. So, so I'm sitting in here in the theater. I'm sitting with my wife. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're laughing, having a grand old time. And I look around me, and I just see people sitting there in silence. Like, <laughs> yes. That was a funny joke, <laughs> kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what, what, what is going on here? Why are we the weird ones? <laughs> We're laughing at the comedy. I think that this. question answers itself. <laughs> Please see our backlog of podcasts. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they have their judgment face on. I know they were judging this movie hard. Dang! Even Travis was judging the movie hard. What do yeah. you mean? You were in silence most of the time, shaking your I'm, head. I'm generally brought up to be silent in movies, so it's Even very weird. Part, what does your laugh look like in a movie when you're watching a movie? Hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I doubt you're laughing like that. <laughs> uh, my head hurts now. Um, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, um, like talking in a movie is not something that I'm used to. Um, just talking while sitting. Well, basically, if there's a presentation going on, I am used to just being silent and trying to pay attention. <sighs> So that's what you were doing during the jokes? You were being silent and paying attention? I tried to pay attention. As evidence, that's how I don't remember most of this movie. <laughs> I, I, could like, I could remember it, but if you try to get me to describe those scenes, I'm like, blurry colors mixed together kind of thing. Are you okay? He's never okay. <laughs> if you would like me to be okay, <laughs> please donate to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash and get to the therapist level as a group, and I will be able to go to therapy. All right, so Princess mm-hmm. Die, when you saw the trailer, were there any funny moments to you in it? Uh, a moment I remember. So I know I know DM quite well. Mm-hmm. He has DM'd often, and I painted a few of his characters. Wow. So I painted a mimic. It was cool to see that in the trailer. Yeah. So that alone is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a little I bit of a pull to me. All of the creatures and all the humanoids are D&D creatures and humanoids. Um, at some point in the very beginning in the jail, um, you see a Jean T, I think they're called, the snake people. Um, oh. Which is interesting. You never see them again after that. Cause I think they're more of a rare race of people. Uh, you see uh, Tabaxi. Uh, their kid gets stuck in a fish. Essentially, and the pal, the main NPC paladin guy that's like super cool and super powerful, pretty much charmed person the fish, or calmed the fish and pulled the kid out of its mouth, and that's a way better scene than Mandalore. But we'll get to that at some point. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and there's 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 a bunch of dragonborns. I was more I was actually kind of surprised at how many dragonborns. I can remember like at least three. Off the top of my head. One of them was the judge. Um, I don't remember what the other two's occupations were, but they were in there. They were, like, noticeable. Yeah, like, there was the gnome, and then... there Wasn't there a homeless dragonborn or something like that? Yeah, that that was given points. The paladin, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I thought the paladin was really funny, too. Uh, Wait, do you think those were gnome, that the barbarian lady was in a relationship with gnome or a halfling? Definitely a gnome. Gnome? That makes more sense now I think about it. I yeah, 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 love yeah. the fact that Bradley Cooper, who was usually a leading man, uh, was this tiny little peace-loving gnome <laughs> who was so soft and gentle. He had that pipe weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that so much uh, with it. And it's perfect for, what's her name? Holka, I think is her name. Holka. Uh, and she's like uh, Chris Pine's main uh, friend. Uh, really one of the main co-stars of it to be honest uh but that's just perfect for her because she's so like powerful and strong for her to have this like really soft tiny sweet partner uh i think just offsets her personality so well in it i love that and at the end i don't know if you guys saw this well you i know you didn't princess die but <laughs> Did not. uh she DM, was making eyes this. with another gnome did you guys see that she was eyeing another gnome Oh, was that the one yeah. that gave the medal? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was it? I don't, I don't yeah. Know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's got a thing for gnomes, huh? She really does. Wow. I think all of her people have a thing for gnomes because uh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper was dating another woman that looked pretty similar to her. Uh, so I think, oh. like, based on that, he got an upgrade because she was like bulkier, like stronger and taller kind of thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. Michelle Rodriguez is no joke. I actually heard um, Michelle Rodriguez. First of all, she was in the first uh, Pandora movie. Cool. Yeah, what she is was Pandora? a helicopter pilot. She's also part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, that's probably one of her big things. Mm-hmm. And I think she was even in like a Resident Evil movie at some point. But she has been quoted in interviews saying that she only plays strong, powerful women. She will never play anything other than that if it's not that she's not interested that in was a good it. fit for her then that was right. a perfect fit for her yeah she had a lot of good stuff too she had like, a lot of she great was stuff. played the stupid barbarian uh that's super strong and powerful uh but she was right a lot of the times like with 
uh, like they were talking about <laughs> infiltrating the castle with shapeshifting, and she's like, "Why don't you shapeshift into a deer and go in the castle?" And she, the person doesn't go into the castle shapeshift as a deer, but they manage to escape as a deer. Well, yeah, and Chris Pine makes like a sarcastic comment. Yeah, you'll blend in with all the other deer in the <laughs> castle. <laughs> um, and then she's like, so you did need to turn into a deer. deer. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to that, that when they had the druid wild shape and like go into the castle. Oh, that was so And cool. then like the the red wizard finds her out and like that was such a yeah such a great starts shrieking and pointing and yeah then she's trying to get out and it's this huge chase scene like yeah it was very good all the camera angles and just the different panning that they had for that like it was such a great chase like Mm -hmm. in D &D, some of the best moments in my opinion are when characters are like going invisible and sneaking into like heavily fortified places trying not to get caught and then i gotta oh they get caught oh they gotta get out of there yeah she Mm -hmm. even like She's a druid, so she transforms into animals all the time. She was transformed into a lot of animals. Then she finds a suit of armor and tries to walk out as herself oh, yeah, in the suit of really armor. Funny. It fails, of course, because the guy walks by and realizes that suit of armor that was right there is no longer there. He looks back and starts going after her kind of thing. Yeah, that was so well done. Uh-huh. Uh, that made me want to point out the directors of this movie, because there are actually two of them, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. These aren't directors I'm super familiar Can with. Can you click on Jonathan Goldstein? Jonathan Goldstein? Yeah, I'll click on that for you. Who that guy? Who that guy is. Uh, he's a nerdy looking guy with glasses, apparently. Is he the the Goldbergs? Okay. That's what that show is. All never right. Mind. So, so, yeah, looking at his stuff, I've never seen any of his stuff before. <laughs> uh, like, never. Vacation Friends. Yeah. Horrible Bosses 2. Horrible Bosses 1. Vacation Game Night. Yeah, like I, I haven't seen any of these movies. Are uh, strictly comedies? Yeah, they're mostly comedies, yeah. Um, but still, I thought they both did an amazing job directing this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, that was so cinematically done. I was like, I want to be a druid now. <laughs> like After seeing that, I'm like, druids are cool. I want to be mm-hmm. a druid. Uh, yeah. Problem in-game is that they don't, can't transform that much. Yeah, they, they don't transform like that. I'm like... But the sucks. amount of times I'm like, what kind of what level is this Drew? I, I kind of <laughs> threw that out the window as that happened. Basically, when that happened, like, there's probably not after the third time I was like, I'm done. <laughs> but also, like, the fight, like, you gotta we gotta understand as Mr. DM, as people who play D and D and watch D and D a lot. That's probably the two of us. Um, you can't really translate combat scenes from D and D very well into uh into actual. No, because it's turn based. Yeah, but the idea is that entire turn is done in six seconds of real time, mm-hmm. essentially. So everyone, everything that's happening happens in six seconds in that one turn. Ah. So, but that's still not really feasible, as you can see by the barbarian throwing out ten punches in six seconds, kind of thing, <laughs> and knocking people prone and all this stuff. Because uh, in a game, you need to have rules and limits and mechanics in order to help the game move along, which is not really translatable to real life in quotation marks no it's not yeah another way they didn't really translate the game to a movie like they couldn't really do that is you know when the bard didn't have any magic or supposedly bard quotation marks the character with the loot you know you would yeah. think that you'd think that he was a bard right but then they had that scene where they slap like magic cuffs on characters and he doesn't get them and you're like but he's a He's a bard, and he doesn't have magic. Like, is he? So in, is he an arcane? No, are, so, bards arcane based magic, or there's like th- there's like divine arcane, and then something else. What like druids have? So, I don't know. But you had a pretty interesting theory about him uh, that he wasn't a bard. He was what? He was a rogue. Yeah, tell us about that. So in the beginning, um, Ed Edgen, I think is his name. He he starts elaborating about his his life and what he did, and he joined some like guild Harper's of, group, Harper's, the Harper's fairy. Yeah, group, he, he joined the Harpers, and he was going around doing all these good deeds, and like you see him disguised at certain points, and like managing to help capture these bad guys, and and so to me, like him being disguised makes me think of a rogue, you know, all that, that kind of sneaking yeah, around yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. also rogues, I mean they. 
they can be charismatic in certain ways. Like they mm-hmm. get certain additions that you can put into persuasion and things like that to where it would make sense that a charismatic character could be a rogue as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was a really interesting um, theory of yours. Cause when you had said that, cause we were talking the other night about it, I was like, wow, that actually oh, wow. makes a lot of sense. Talked about this before the podcast. Princess Diane and I both explicitly said to stop discussing this, and you guys went behind our backs. Exactly, not approved. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I approved. feel like we did it in front of your backs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. We were there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we asked you to stop, and you didn't. The audacity, the lion, the witch. <laughs> and the audacity yeah yeah that's how it goes um, <laughs> um the other thing i thought was really funny about this movie was when they were interrogating the dead to find out where the helmet went um, that was so funny yes i love uh, that that was in the trailer yeah so there's a there they like they resurrect it classic At the first theme. one they're like, can I can I ask another question? And then the zombie goes, yes. And he's like, I'm not talking to you. Did that count as a question? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the last question they asked him, he's like, I don't know. And then he collapses <laughs> back down. <laughs> like that just reminds me of of like as a DM, it's really fun to mess with characters to like have mm-hmm. certain things happen, like to make certain things quite literal. Mm-hmm. for them yeah, like, yeah, yeah not yeah, have yeah. any kind of context and like watch them fail and figure it out like it's it's really entertaining because then they'll come up with a plan and then for some reason there are times when they'll come up with a plan about the plan that they just came up with and then yeah. you're there for like an hour of them trying to come up with a plan and then you're like okay this we, we gotta keep it moving but schmucks <laughs> yeah. yeah what are these losers <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love the fact that they had to keep going from body yeah. to body to body trying to figure out it wasn't who even, has the stupid helmet yeah. that we need. They asked the right questions after that, but it's just because they the people died before the helmet actually left the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I love it too because like uh, I think like the second guy they're like. They got all they needed from within like two questions. And they're like, well, well, he's still got three questions left. And he's like, ah, he's fine. They're like, no, we can't just leave him there. So they go, uh, what's your favorite color? Green. What's your favorite food? Uh, this. Wait, no, maybe it's that. Actually, I'm not sure. And then like they'll, uh, they would just do that. And then on the last one of the ones, they were like, what's two plus two? I don't know. I'm bad at math. I thought that was really funny. But the last of the zombie guy, they just left him there. Because they started talking about his favorite book, and he was like, maybe it might be this one. Oh, but I really like this one yeah. kind of thing. And so they just left him there. I mean, which implies that beforehand he did a lot a lot of talking. Like, a lot of their time was, like, wasted trying to yeah. figure out stuff from this guy. Yeah. Also, the puzzle of the bridge. Oh, yeah, that Classic was really funny. players... Would you ever? How difficult of a puzzle would you put into your game, Mister DM? Well, so we got to go from this is this is the, this is the grade scale. I'm gonna guess before preschool. Oh, fifth grade. Uh, all right, so there are puzzles that can be kindergarten level that apparently are too hard. Uh huh. That's grown, why for yeah, grown yeah, adults yeah, yeah, to yeah, figure yeah, yeah. out. So, it all depends. So yeah. it's. Uh-huh. It, it just depends on how hard it is for them to connect the dots, which surprisingly, if you give them a puzzle, you're like, oh, yeah, this should be relatively easy. They're, they're unpredictable. <laughs> they're unpredictable. Like, you could, you could be there for five minutes. You could be there for a whole... Two one, sessions. Like, two sessions. And it depends on if the team is working together or not, I feel like. That is a very important factor because sometimes not everyone wants to get along. Yeah, and sometimes people want to sabotage the game mm. uh, and just like run around and try to kill the other people or just go off and do their own thing. Uh, like we knew a guy uh, who would always do that. That was like his thing. I never wanted to play with him because I knew he was going to do that. Who is that guy? I'm not saying names. Is it is it the DM? No. Was it me? No. Okay. Can you give the person a nickname? Uh, 
we'll we'll call him Mr. L. Sure, we'll do that. We'll do it Ooh. rhymes with Ren. <laughs> oh. So so the, the what they're referencing is is, is we we had this retreat and uh, a bunch of people who who have not had the chance to play D&D had had the option to. And and <laughs> well, let's just say that um one of the, one of the players <laughs> he uh he was playing he got he got bored and decided hmm it'd be a lot more fun to kill everybody off than to <laughs> to try to work with them as a team and so that's what ended up happening it became... i remember sacrificing some part of my body to a, a <laughs> sea god for a very minor boon that didn't work out at the oh, end oh yeah cuz we were on like a boat or something like that yeah. right yeah yeah oh good times yeah, uh, kind of like uh, uh, Kratos did to with Ares. I tried doing that without realizing that that was what Kratos did because I hadn't played that game or heard of that game yet, probably. Mm. And then I got a, a nice little eye that gave me nothing in return. <laughs> you, you became like that pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean with the glass eye. Uh huh. Oh yeah. That yeah. was a different character. <laughs> that was my chalk addicted dwarf because chalk was a drug in that universe okay random question so we saw this in our theater i don't know if you guys saw this in in yours there was this like weird thing like before the movie started with the cast Mm -hmm. and they were all sitting there and they're like you guys are the heroes for showing up to the theater ew yeah it was like, what? What am I watching? Cringe! You, you I don't think you guys that? need that. People, they diss people who watch would watch this at home, and I'm like, okay, guaranteed, what? no one's gonna watch this at well, home now, kind of thing. Do that, yeah. You know, it, work. it's funny because that's not the first time that I've seen something like that in really? in theaters. Really? Yeah, that's like this would probably be like the second time that I've seen something like. Can that. Can you remember the other time? I can't remember the like the exact other time, but would it have been to a similar it, audience? It actually might have been a Marvel movie. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. I could yeah. see it. Don't, I could see don't it. fact check me on that. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But. The only thing I've seen that kind of was like that was with Top Gun. Tom Cruise, before the film started, he recorded himself saying, hey, we worked really hard on this movie. We're really excited for you guys to watch it. We think it's something really special. We hope you guys enjoy kind of thing. And that was it. I'm like, okay, fair. Sure. I get that. But when it's a bunch of just random actors who've been hired to play this movie, go, you guys are the heroes for showing up and giving us money. Not it's like, like those losers who are going to watch it at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? 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 I'm a hero because I'm mildly overweight and <laughs> eating popcorn. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like a hero for that. That's our defense when we go to court. We were told we were heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Wow. Yeah. Where's Martha? <laughs> Yeah. That sounds lame. Yeah. So that did not happen in your guys' theater. No, that 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 happened in my theater too. Oh, it did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That All same right. that same thing happened, yes. Okay. Okay, got it. I I think it showed with every D&D That's weird. movie. Yeah, cuz that was an AMC theater you went to and we went to a Cinemark theater. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, so Maybe yeah. it was just to the Ohioans who were watching. We don't know. We we can't know unless we go Here's what we're going to do. Princess Di, you're going to California. Got it. DM, you're going to Texas. All right? You always liked, what was that place? Washington. You're going to Washington State. <laughs> and, and I'll go to Florida, and we'll see. Does it play in all the if other If you would things? like us to see these things, please go to our Patreon, to our travel, and donate enough money so we can reach our travel budget, and we will be able to travel. Yay. Yeah, so... Other things that stood out in this movie, uh, I liked the daughter. Daughter was good. I really, I usually don't like child actors, uh, but the I thought the daughter did a good job um, with it. So I saw another movie that she was in. If you guys saw Sixty Five, no, no, the one with Adam Screwdriver on basically Earth way back when. <laughs> Screwdriver. Uh, 65 million Earth? years ago. Yeah, it's supposed to be Earth 65 million so years they're, ago. So they're aliens? Yes. Ah, well, and, spoilers for 65. I mean, it was just, <laughs> a, it was just a huge <laughs> planet safari at that point. Why wouldn't aliens come down and just 
hunt. <clears throat> I won't I won't describe the the plot, but she played as the daughter. Oh, she played Adam. another daughter. She okay. played another daughter. She mm. found her stick. Oh, yes. Good for her. Good luck. This, this, daughter, this daughter was completely <laughs> different from the daughter that she played, so it was cool well, to see good. the... Well, good, good for her. She's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's doing a good job there. Oh. <laughs> I liked the magic in this. Um, from the source... Basically, the sorcerer did a lot of cool stuff. If I... In games, if I feel like there's not enough... If there's enough healing going on, I'll play a sorcerer. Otherwise, I'll probably play a cleric um, because I'm like, I'm going to keep you guys alive whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so when we Leroy Jenkins it here. Or if I think you guys are going to Leroy Jenkins it, I go to the tavern and drink and wait for you guys to come back. <laughs> 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 Did that in the group. They were like, we're going to take on a bunch of werewolves at level two. I'm like, have fun with that. I'm going to drink in the tavern above and just pretend I don't know you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> And then, and then the guy died for the second time. And that's how I lost my eye because this <laughs> jerk got revived, and I had to lose my eye for it. <laughs> yep. And and then they had a wish card. And so hey, good for him. Right before he bit the dust again, he was able to wish himself back alive again. But uh, we did manage to have a good uh, rowboat scene away from dinosaurs. I, by uh, the by the way, the guy who who. Uh, <laughs> The guy who died like twice, I imagine him as the paladin <laughs> in, the, in the movie. Just, just got to throw that out. There. Wait, which one that died twice? In our D and D, in the D and D session oh. that we had, that he was referencing, where his where his cleric just sat in the tavern drinking <laughs> while everyone else was out back fighting <laughs> werewolves. <laughs> yeah. So, like every another thing I like too is, with the exception of the paladin. Um, the group of adventurers, every single one of them had an arc to go mm-hmm. through yep, yep. with it. What, the the dad's arc was, I need to be a better dad and put the greed behind me and reconcile with the damage I've caused my family. Holga was um, learning how to love again, basically. Uh, the daughter was learning how to trust um, and her father again and rebuild that relationship. The wizard kid, uh, sorcerer. Simon, sorcerer. Simon I was waiting for them to say Simon Says, but it never happened. Um, <laughs> Simon Says, kaboom. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? As a uh, fireball. <laughs> but Simon's arc was learning to like believe in himself and have confidence. And then the Druid ladies was learning how to trust in people again. Kind of thing. And I like that. They all had arcs that they went through. That Which is it- also what a good DM can do. As long as the players provide something for the DM to work with kind of thing. Um, like a DM will often like try to include your backstory into the story of the game somehow, mm-hmm. or they'll use it against you. Either way, it's a good time for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I thought that was good. And uh, who is the um, con man guy? What was his name? Do you guys remember? I don't. Is he's, he not on? No, he's not on it, that list. It's, I think it started with an F. Yeah, whatever. The the con man guy. I thought he was really funny, too. I thought mm-hmm. he was a fun villain, uh, for sure. And I hope if they do a sequel, which I think they will, uh, I hope they bring him back because I really enjoyed him. So I just have to ask this question. Um, so a, a popular show for D&D is Critical Role. Mm-hmm. And it might be a stretch here, but Simon the Sorcerer, when they first find him, he's doing this trick. And he's like, oh, here's the smell of fresh cut grass. Well, there's a character in Critical Role called Fresh Cut Grass. And I have no idea if they just threw that in there because they wanted, well, you like know, the, the green. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. If they just wanted like, oh, here's here's green little magical particles. We're going to say it's fresh cut grass. But I'm like, uh-huh. is that also like a reference to, I you know, like Critical Role? Be. Maybe. Like, I feel like it would be. I could be stretching, but that's kind of what I, I've connected so far, I'm like, did they actually do that? Did they mean for that, or is it just there? I don't. I think you were just using press digitation, which the lady did to cool down the guy's coffee. Oh, I guess. Yeah. He just she just froze her finger, dipped it in the coffee, and he was like, I didn't know <laughs> you were going to put your finger in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So so let me ask you guys this. Oh, there Let's... was also a concentration spell in the big fight that she was using. Uh, I forget what what it, it was. One of them was the um, 
was the huge dragon statue that came alive. It was a concentration spell she was using. There was one more I don't remember, though. And the reason why she dropped it is because someone hit her. And in D&D, if you get hit while you have a concentration spell going on, you have to roll to see if you continue to have that spell up. Hmm. Hmm. So she basically failed her roll. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sad days. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, do you want to see a sequel? Yes. I want to see more. I, I would love to see a sequel because this movie was really well done. Mm-hmm. And also, it's surprisingly family-friendly, too. Yeah. And yep. it was nice to see wholesome movies that you could take a family to. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably a few cuss words here and there, but like that's it. Yeah. Can I, Speaking of that, one thing that I found really refreshing in this movie is that you had a man and a woman have a close relationship and it's platonic mm-hmm. uh, where they're just they're like brothers and sisters it seems like every Hollywood movie if a man and a woman are close they have to be dating or, talk about it you know what I mean like yes. that's like every Hollywood movie is done I'm like why can't people just be friends <laughs> like that's normal real life people could just be friends and that's okay. So I found that really refreshing in the movie, too. They actually make fun of it because, like, oh, is that your wife? It's like, ew, gross. No. <laughs> His lips are way too big. <laughs> um, yeah. This so. is the normal lighting that I experience on this podcast. Now you understand why I fall asleep sometimes on this podcast. <sighs> Certainly this not is, your this voice. Has been, this has been a PSA by Travis. Thank you. Have a good day. No, no. <laughs> died if I did continue that, but <laughs> um, now I I, th- I thought I heard it from you. Maybe I didn't. Oh, uh, oh me! <laughs> I asked you by. Uh, I'm I'm related <laughs> to Tool Man Taylor now, so no Al Borland. Not I mean, Tool that, Man they're Taylor. basically like uncles for each other. <laughs> yeah, he's Al Borland's le- illegitimate son because he always wears flannel shirts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he has a beard, um, like Al Borland does. But uh, I thought I heard you say, Travis, that they were planning on doing like a whole cinematic universe. I want them. That oh, that sounds like they might be doing something like that. I mean, that would be the right move. If this does well, kind of thing, like why wouldn't you? It's a no-brainer if this does well. I I heard that they were trying to do like a TV series or mini series or something. Oh, really? Based on it, yeah. I would love to see a mini series on this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I would love to see the world fleshed out more on. Stream. It's just mm-hmm. one of the worlds in D and D. Like there's like Faerun. This is set in. Um, there's also the planet of Eberron, which is basically steampunk, but with magic more so. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one where you're just in like a medieval or like exploring ship that found America kind of thing, but you're in space, exploring space with that stuff, fighting off stuff in space kind of thing. There's also the um, just different realms. Yeah, like the are, Feywild. Yeah, the Feywild where... Uh, a lot of like if someone asks you what you, can, like say can i have your name and you say your name they now own your name kind of thing that's the rules of the fey wild kind of thing oh um there's so much different stuff that has a potential to be an amazing cinematic universe and none of it really has to connect for the um like the um i was honestly terrified of the uh what were they called intellect devourers the little brain things, because that means mind flares, mind flares. Because those are those brains were originally people that were got a leech inserted into them, and they yep. t- slowly turned into that huge brain. So I, I found that hysterical because they're supposed to eat like intelligent people, uh-huh. and they walked right past everyone. <laughs> and if you notice that that paladin was sitting up on top of yeah, rocks. he was like he wasn't even higher on the ground. Up. He was yeah. so much higher up than them, so yeah. that they wouldn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So funny. Um, yeah. So let's give our reviews, then, our ratings for it. Um, uh, zero out of ten, I think, is what we normally do, or one out of ten. Yeah, zero. Uh, I mean, we never go to one anyway, so yeah, yeah. we can just say one out of ten, or yeah, zero yeah. out of ten, and then we'll decide when we decide on one or zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let's start with a lady die. I know you haven't seen the movie. 
but based on this sales pitch, which one do you do you think like you would be interested in seeing this movie now after like listening it's to very good. us talk about it or That's a no. <laughs> well, the um for me, would I go watch this by myself? No. That's fair. I would go out and watch the next one, but DM, would you go again with me? I would go see this movie again because <gasps> that's pretty high. Go on a date? Ooh. Ooh. A DM and Princess Diane. The secret's out. <laughs> he, he says no. Okay. All right. I'll try on. next time. <laughs> you gotta be a hero, though. You gotta watch it in theaters. Yeah, be a you hero. You can't be a loser and watch it at home. Yeah. Uh, what about you, DM? What would you rate this movie? I would give this movie an eight out of ten. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. All right. All right. All right. It's what about high. you, Trav? Jace, I don't really know. Uh. <laughs> I'm thinking a 7.5 out of 10. Wow. Really? Uh-huh. Even though we talked about that? We agreed on it being okay going forward. We if did not, not, I'll just say it's a Half negative points. 0 out of 10. Zero points for Gryffindor on that one. <laughs> no, you're you're a Hufflepuff. Never mind. Zero points for Hufflepuff. Um, <laughs> if you would like to donate for this slander... Please donate money to patreon.com and give me money. I I am actually going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10 with wow. it. I wow. thought, you know, a lot of times wow. if you listen to me, you hear me complain a lot. I really don't have that much to complain about hmm. in this movie. I I had a really good time. Is it an Academy Award winning movie? No. No. But it is what it is, and it does and it, it well. it does it well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah. for that, so I'm going to give it a 9 on 10. I'm give it a 9 on I have a question for you guys. <laughs> now, <laughs> you all know uh, D&D to some extent. Do you think you appreciate it more or like it more because of that? Or I think do it, you think standalone? I think it's definitely biased my opinion of it, for sure. Okay. So I'm actually not huge into D&D. I've only played like three to five games of okay. it. Okay. Okay. I don't know as much as these two do about the world. So for me, it's just a fantasy setting. Uh, and I can appreciate fantasy movies Okay. with it. So the fact that it d- is D&D really didn't influence me, I don't think, that much in it. Because I didn't even know what most of these monsters were until these guys started talking about it. There was a displacer beast. Those things are terrifying. I never want to face those. Uh, <laughs> if you let me know beforehand before I join your game again. There's, there's a gelatinous cube. Those things are kind of terrifying, but easier to deal with, uh, for the most part. And then so there's a, the a mimic, mimic uh, Albear. What kind of dragon was that? Well, that was a poison dragon. Um, dragon. So the one that they had in that fight scene was a black dragon. Okay. Spews acid, melts yeah. things. And, and then, then they the, had a red dragon, and then that statue was of like a bronze, a bronze dragon. dragon. Yeah. Good stuff. Do you do you remember when they were walking up to be executed? Uh, what were those creatures they, fighting over the piece of meat? I I thought they were rust monsters or that, something along I the lines that of makes those. Sense, but I feel like those would have to be killed on sight. I think there's another name for them. See, not knowing the names of this did not influence my uh-huh. enjoyment of the movie. You I was like, a, oh, cool creatures. You thought okay, you thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought That's it was fair. cool. Um, They're terrifying. Displacer beasts. <laughs> Nom flashbacks. In in the movie, it in the had jungle. four legs instead of six. Oh, wow. Oh, we're going to nitpick like that? Okay. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to nitpick also. In National D&D, you can't transform into an owlbear. Boom. Boom. According to the rules. Boom. And that's all we've got, folks. So thank you so much for... <laughs> <laughs> He's just getting started. John's like... <laughs> <laughs> Travis, where can people find us? <laughs> My body is dying. If you could... Find us at twitter.com. Uh, follow us at dorky underscore desperate. Like our tweets, retweet our tweets, follow us, bookmark us, ding that bell, donate to our Patreon, donate to our Ko-Fi, uh, and put out our, click our link tree. Find our podcast through the Twitter. 
If you would like to question us with a long format question rather than whatever, how many characters is required for Twitter, uh, send us an email and tell us how amazing we are at dorkyanddesperate at gmail.com. Your place for all things fantasy and sci-fi. I am your host, Travis, and this is my host, Jason, and we've got two wonderful guests that need to leave soon, and it has been a wonderful time talking about stuff again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Take care. Bye. Cue outro. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Bam. Bam. Is that how it goes? Close enough. <laughs> All <Close> right. Enough. <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. Is that a real Gmail account? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. We're not just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always assume. <laughs>